This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey, it's Princess Havoc, your favorite BBW adult star and host of Causing Havoc, along with the fabulous Bobby Lucas, where we talk about anything and everything. Come follow the dopamine with us Sundays at noon, now with video, part of the Premium Smoke Room family and streaming exclusively on Anchor and Spotify. Run, don't walk to subscribe now. For only $4.99 a month, you get my show and for other great shows as well. See you there. Mwah. Yeah, welcome to the World of Podcasting, darling. This is what happens sometimes. I, oh, <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, okay, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> okay, well, like, your audio went out, and I was like, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So welcome to the World of Podcasting, darling, because that is what I deal with, you know, that's why I told you with, like I said, if it gets too crazy with Anchor, we go to Skype. Okay. You know, but that's just how it works. And trust me, it's like, it's funny as fuck because, you know, <laughs> I thought that podcasting would be easier than me doing porn. It's right. Just, it's just as hard, just as frustrating. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> And that is actual facts. So let me do these particles, Miss Lady. We can get this thing on the road, all right? Okay, sounds good. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor. The perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile today. I'm your host, Kevin Alvin Southern Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. I know what it is. Find all my links with one link, all my links dot com backslash porn rap star. Let me tell you about three wonderful sponsors that has been sponsoring us for now well over damn near almost two years. First off, the Facebook of the LS community I'm talking about, LSSwirl.com. Go there today and get yourself a profile. Also, the hottest online magazine in the game, people. I'm talking about Eroticism Mag, eroticismmagazine.com. Go there today, get yourself a month's subscription, get it paperback and mailed to you, or get it digital. And last but not least, but Black-owned for you consumers, a new place where you can consume triple X content, some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business. And for you content creators, 90% profit, and you ain't got to worry about hashtags. Uh, I'm talking about Excite Bunny dot com. Whether you're a consumer, whether you're a content creator, get a profile and make money today or spend some money. And also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Plus, while you're there, get some shopping done from over 500 black-owned retailers, shops, and boutiques. I'm talking about none other than shopgwdistrict.com. Also, check us out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGPLLC app or go to BGPLLC.com to listen to us on your desktop or on your, you know, iPad. Now, with that being said, I'm going to shove and let this sexy, 
hot milf who is a pinup businesswoman and I can take it cam lady if I'm correct introduce herself go ahead thank you hi my name is Ruby Lynn yes I am a cam model and content creator of the adult nature <laughs> okay okay most definitely so first of all what type of content do you create so we can get a spectrum of what you do Miss Lady yes so I I create, um, you know, triple X content. Um, I have fan sites. I am a cam model, so I stream, live stream. Um, I do solo content, girl, girl, boy, girl, um, and, you know, put that out for the world to see. <laughs> yes, yes. I see you with one of the friends of the show. I'm talking about Armix, Ar- 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 Artemix. <laughs> Yes, and 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 I consider him one of the hottest new faces when it comes to male talents in the business. Very, 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 very interesting character, I must say. I enjoy talking to him. How was it working with him? Oh my gosh, he was amazing. Um, yeah, I can't say enough about him and how great he was to work with. Um, yeah, very professional and. Yeah, I can't. I could just go on and on. He was absolutely amazing. <laughs> Most definitely, y'all actually look real good together. I right, had to go further on that, and um, because it's it's like what's interesting is when with us being in the business, I'm retired myself. Um, mm-hmm. People don't realize the things that we have to do in this business to succeed in it to be in it and the whole nine. So when you broke into business, what were some of the misconceptions that you had walking into the business? Hello? Hello? Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right that's right I, I, like i said I, um like i said i got the beginning of it so i'm not even worried so yeah now with that being said, we were talking about you working with Artemix and everything. And um, with that being with, with you, I mean, uh, with you working with Artemix and everything, yeah. that leads us to basically how did Ruby Lynn enter into, into the business? Okay, so I um, am a social worker turned triple X content creator. And so that's my fun story. I started in this business officially in the fall of 2019. I started selling dirty panties online. There was a website called 
scented pansy. And I was in a naughty girls group on Facebook and someone posted that. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I need to make extra money. You know, social work doesn't pay very much. And because I wanted to travel. So hopped on this website, started selling dirty panties. Wasn't very successful because I didn't take it serious. I didn't treat it as a business. I just didn't put out good quality and it kind of failed and fizzled. And so um, right before COVID, I mean, we're talking like February of 2020, I decided to uh, give it a real try. I had been on vacation in January and I'm like, I want to make money to travel and I got to get serious about this. And I, I love, you know, what I was doing. So rebranded, you know, did a new stage name, entered back in, took professional picks, treated it as a business, and it just blew up. I started getting requests for videos and clips, you know, wearing the panties or, you know, other things, um, may, you know, girl, boy content, wearing the panties, etc. And so it, it just kind of morphed from there. And then I was like, okay, uh, this is great. And I started doing research. I'm a researcher and found out about live cam and, you know, thought, well, I'm going to give that a try. I'm an exhibitionist. I've been in the swinger lifestyle for about 15 years. Um, My kink is being watched like this is perfect. So got on, you know, a cam site and it just really took off. Um, I had my stunt cock, you know, my partner and yeah, it just went crazy. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're being um, nominated for awards and it just kind of morphed from there. Yeah. And so, 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 let's unpack the the award winning and the camping before we move into you working with, you know, going, going outside of that into straight up doing boy girl scenes and content. Okay. Um, because so you were doing live sex shows as well as solo yep. shows, correct? Yeah. Yep. Solo and with my, I call him my stunt cock, my partner. <laughs> <laughs> or one of my favorite, or one of my uh, people said a meat mannequin. That he said, that he called himself a meat mannequin. <laughs> so, yep, and, yep. Um, stunt cock and business partner. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it, because, um, because a lot of times girls don't have a dude to work with. You know, right. and um, with you, you had the ability to do both or what have you. And um, like one, how did you figure out which webcam site would be good for you to do one or the other? You feel what I'm saying? Because some campsites, yeah. it might be they want to see you. They don't care about the dude. And in some campsites, they want right. to see you. Dude, you feel what I'm saying? How did you navigate? I do. So originally, um, we, I had made an account like on many vids to for clips. So all these clips that I was making with the panty customers, I wanted to be able to, you know, double dip. I wanted to sell those, and so I was on many vids. We tried many vids originally, but it just wasn't our. It wasn't our niche. That wasn't a good site for us. And I started following. A couple of cam models that were on YouTube because I'm a researcher, so I was just, you know, scouring the internet for information, and ended up at the at the time 
um, there was a campsite that was recommended. There wasn't a lot of couples, um, that kind of thing. And so we jumped on that campsite and it just blew up. Like it just went crazy. And so we were lucky that that one was really conducive for couples shows. And that was strip chat. So that was before it was kind of, um, you know, oversaturated and it was right before COVID hit too. So we got in, I don't know if it was just luck or what, but we got in got right before COVID. What it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then COVID hit. And of course it just went crazy. And then with quarantine, it was a good thing. You know, we were home anyway, so let's make money. But yeah, that, um, that just took off and we started getting nominated for awards. We haven't won any as a cam couple yet, but um, that just blew us away. We're like, wow, people really and like it. Your first full year doing this, taking this series. Yeah, the first full year <laughs> taking it serious. I think we got nominated like for three or four awards. Um, so that was just crazy. And that experience was, you know, overwhelming. And we now, started making some serious money. It was crazy. Yeah, because it's crazy because, like, I always say this and I always talk, when does the switch hit that you take it serious and make it a business? You walked in that way. You feel what I'm coming from? Yeah, for the most part, I'd say about 90 days in, um, one evening, I looked across on the couch and I'm like, dude, this is a business. Like, do you realize how much money we're making? And, And, you know, I started penciling it out. And I'm like, we need to, like, form an LLC we need to, you know, do all this stuff. And so we did, like, within 90 days of entering um, this industry. Yeah, because you, every picture that you post is pin-up-ish. You, you know Aww. what I'm saying? You don't really post selfish but so much. You understand being a sex symbol. You get where I'm coming from? You well, I, I I don't know about that. <laughs> I'll take the question. No, because the reason why I say that is I like like I said, um I tell females if you want to play the part, you have to be the part. Yeah. And part of it if you're a porn star, if you consider yourself a porn star, or if you consider yourself a serious influencer, or if you consider yourself a serious model, you have to have mm-hmm. some professional looking type picks at some point. Absolutely. You and you know, in the beginning I didn't. But I'll tell you the best investment I ever made, this is a little plug, is last fall, um, I hired a social media and OnlyFans coach. I hired Romy Chase. And I tell you, that was the best money I ever spent. That she's, good. she's good at what she she's does. She's good. I, and she changed her. my, she helped me mold my brand. Um, she helped me work smarter, not harder. Um, yeah, I can't give her enough credit. So now you being nominated, you in a webcam couple. Um, when did y'all started making content to put up? Because, like I said, it's when you're dealing with webcam fans and content fans, it's two separate type fans. Correct. You know what I'm Correct. So, which I'm pretty sure because y'all had the live sex shows, you had crossover. But yeah. when did y'all started? Focusing it on the content side of it. I would say probably last year. So mid-2021. We had really 
ignored the whole OnlyFans thing during COVID. I mean, we just didn't want to go there. We wanted to really stick with Cam. Um, but yeah, you know, we, were, we were making good money, you know, but I always want to make more. It's <laughs> yeah, never wrong with um, making money in your sleep, trust me. Exactly. And so, you know, Cam is very time. Um, it's a time suck. I mean, when you're on cam, you can't do anything else. And so last summer, um, because our income, we kept, you know, we did good in 2020. We doubled our income in 2021. And so um, we finally bit the OnlyFans bullet, I guess you'd say, like in the spring of 2021. And it was okay. I wasn't running it like I, you know, like, successfully it was it was just okay we started making content um we but you're right it was mostly for the cam the cam stuff and so as our business built it was my goal to quit my day job we both worked nine to fives and then did the business as well basically full-time so for me personally because i'm the marketer i'm the editor i'm the everything um, I was literally working 70 hours a week, between yes. 25 hours a week on cam, 40 hours working a day job, you know, and so my goal was always to quit the social work job. I was completely burned out. And so that's why in the fall, I realized if I want to take this to the next level, I have to align myself with those who are successful in this business, because you've got to surround yourself with those that you want to be like. Yes, you need to rise to that level. Yep. And so I had been watching Romy for at least a year and what she was doing with her business. And I knew that if I needed to take this to the next level, I needed to I needed to align myself with her. True that, true that. So now that you're shooting content, like when we how did y'all schedule y'all shoots how much did y'all shoot how often did y'all shoot for your content yeah so i didn't actually start shooting much content collab content until this year um and mostly but, because but I mean, with, you know, you your, with, with you and and and, and your stunt cops we, 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 mm-hmm. we'll get to collabo in a minute yeah so oh so shooting actual content i would say we did a little bit in 2020, but only by request. So someone wanted something specific. 2021 is when we actually started filming content and clips for sale. Shout out to clips for sale. I've been with them since the beginning of my career. So I mean, because like I said, I know that y'all had to shoot a lot to keep it updated. So like, did y'all shoot twice a week, once a week, once a month? twice a month, four times a month, because, you know, some, like, many talent try to shoot as much as possible, get as much content as possible. And right, right. right there. You feel where I'm coming from? <laughs> well, yeah, and the thing is, is if you're, if you're doing a come show seven days a week on cam, um, yeah. which we, you know, we were still, we were um, streaming seven days a week, you, you're right, we had to schedule that in, so I would say at least once a week we were shooting something to just for content to sell but we would also record our cam shows and resell clips from that 
Yeah, I figured y'all were going to do that. I was about to say, ain't no way in here y'all weren't going to set both the the laptop and the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's get a two-for-one here, shall we? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there were some nights we had two laptops and two phones. <laughs> I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, y'all doing the cam show. Because I even talked to the girls, like, you know, overseas, what happens, they do camming. Like, when they're doing their cam show, they have the camera set up, and they'll take that with their camera and that's their content, you know, yeah. right? so they can hit yeah. both sides of it and everything. Yeah, we were doing and that like as said, well. And then two, y'all really was impressed to shoot content because y'all making so much money from the cabin. Right, you know? right. But our goal was always to be able to cut back on camming. I mean, we were doing seven days a week and it, you know, and working five days a week, it was, uh, it was starting to get tiring. Yeah, yeah, because, because it's, one, you got to talk them in the building anyway. And mm-hmm. it's live show. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of yeah. like, it depends on, the longer you stay on, the more money you make. Especially right. Sometimes, not all the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, don't get it twisted. You can be hot. And you didn't been on there for about an hour and you killed it. You feel what I'm saying? Versus yeah. you shooting a 20-minute, 25-minute scene. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, yep, so, absolutely. So now you start to dribble to shooting your own content with with with, with your stunt with your stunt cock. Yep. And what made you decide to do content trade um, when you work with others? Because I always said this: the blueprint to success in the point business is you have a resident male talent, which you have, and. Mm-hmm. You spread your wings and work with other established male talent or female talent to build your cachet and to tap into their fan base and to broaden your fan base. You get where I'm coming from? So who was the first one that you hooked up with? How did you hook up with them? And what made you decide to step out of your circle? Because a lot of females is just comfortable where they at. Right. So... Uh, to be perfectly honest, this year was the first year I did any collabs. Um, we did a couple threesome scenes last year, so MMF, um, with a friend of ours um, who lived in the Midwest um, who would come to visit and was okay with signing all the paperwork. Um, so we did a couple threesome scenes, but uh, I literally never worked with anybody else until this year. And it was because this year, I wanted to, you know, really branch out. Um, I guess I should back up because in December of 2021, I was able, I was able to shoot pro porn um, with the score group, which is the 50 plus. Yeah. The 50 plus milk website. Let's unpack that right there because score (laughs) is legendary. Score is legendary. They 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 scan the globe. They are like one of the grandfathers in this. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. To the level of Playboy and the whole nine. So how did Score find you? Or did you find so, them? I kind of found them. I, you know, being a MILF, a MILF built yeah. cougar, um, I just always knew I want to do this full time and I want to do it. I want to, you know, go pro or, you know, kind of pro. And so I had reached out to them last fall because, you know, of course, I know all the websites, all the MILF websites. And I'm like, my 
literal lifetime dream. And this is no, no lie. I've been on other podcasts and talked about when I was a teenager, I knew I wanted to go into the sex work arena. It just took me 50 something years to get there. <laughs> um, I reached out to them and just said, you know, filled out their paperwork and said, gosh, I'm interested in shooting with you. Here's my background. Here's samples, blah, blah, blah. And so went back and forth with them. And I happened to be in Miami in December uh, for a different reason. I was on a girl's trip. And so they actually, I shot with them for two days and it was absolutely amazing. Um, That was my first, I would say that was my first um, pro, you know, that's my first pro shoot. Um, I went by myself. It was super exciting. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right, let's unpack this because see, we always unpack the shoots because she's the difference between content and pro. Always. Yeah, for so, sure. So with that being said, with Score Mag, how many scenes? Because you did two days. So for what I know, I know they do probably solo, I think probably a boy girl. Yep. Um, yep. Or what have you. And it's on a set. And it's on a different level of professional. It's it's top yeah. of the line. It's Hollywood. So tell me your emotions, how you felt walking on set, seeing this is a set. This ain't just some dude with a camera. You feel what I'm saying? Because this is different yeah. from what you came from. So unpackage right. and paint the picture to us. So, uh, I, you know, I really didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I had never shot. I reached out to a couple of acquaintances in the industry who have shot pro stuff, and I'm just like, what should I expect? And they're, you know, they kind of told me. And um, it was it was actually really funny because the first day, and, yes, I shot two solos, two boy-girl. And um, the first day... You know, they send you a car that picks you up and takes you. And I don't know. I'm in Miami. I don't. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> they gave you some good treatment. Sent the car for. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I, we pull up in front of this um, kind of apartment complex, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> where am I? And it was, you know, they have their whole thing set up in this um, apartment, but. Yeah, I walk in and it was just very friendly. Um, they really put you at ease. Uh, like I said, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't even know who I was shooting with. <laughs> yeah, still we're going to get to that in. in a second, but go ahead. We're going to get to that in a second. I got a question <laughs> about that, but go ahead. Hello? Did I lose you? No, I think you stopped recording for a second. Okay. Stop. No, I'm still recording. I I ain't know. You lost me for a second. But yeah. Go ahead, finish, finish, finish. Go ahead. So yeah, so I I mean, I walked in. um, They were very welcoming and they really put me at ease. And, you know, I'm not going to lie, I was nervous. I was very nervous because I had never done that before. And you do hear some horror stories about, you know, shooting pro stuff. And Mm -hmm. I didn't have any of that experience. It was amazing. Most definitely. So um, 
Now, what's interesting is prior to this, you knew your male talents. You had the opportunity to get to know yeah. them, gain chemistry, develop chemistry. Now, this is a male talent dude you never met in your life. So now on the fly, you had to develop chemistry. What's some of the things, and, and, and this is also why I, I, I try to preach to male talents. What's some of the things that they did from the producer to the male talent himself? that helped you relax and be the best you on in the scene? Um, the, you know, the producer was so friendly. Um, he was always like, don't worry about it. You know, just relax. I'm going to, you know, I'll cue you. So that was good because I hadn't shot pro. I mean, it's like, okay, look in the camera. You know, I shot for myself, just, you know, home stuff, but. Um, very, you were so, so kind, home stuff, I did home stuff, but, um, the male talent, I worked with Nikki Rebel, he was amazing, um, you've probably heard of him, he's a legend, yes, he's a legend, a legend, he came in, he's 15 years, if I don't know who the fuck Nikki Rebel is, I I don't do porn, go ahead, yeah, I lost you. Um, yeah, it was the whole experience was good, and I didn't know what I was doing. And I'm like, t- I'm whispering in his ear, you know, as we're in the middle of the scene. I'm like, just lead me. I don't know, you know, what should I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm whispering as he's, you know, he's fucking me, and I'm like, okay, I'm not sure what, you know, tell me, just you lead, and I'll follow your lead. <laughs> You see, yeah, because I, I tell people the male talent really dictates the scene. Um, yeah. For the most part. Okay. Now, now I'm gonna ask you this though. Did the director direct the scene or did they just let y'all go? Well, so he so this is what I did like about working with score is they laid out like this is what the scene's gonna be, you know, um like as I think of specifically the day two, it was a scene where um, my personal trainer um, couldn't show up. So they sent a replacement. And the nice thing is he said, this is how I want, how I see the scene, but also gave you creative bandwidth to kind of go with it. And so that was yeah. nice too. And I just so, feel so fortunate because, you know, Nikki is so experienced that he he knew, you know, he's like, okay, no, move over this way. No, I'm going to, you know, come in from yeah. this side. And yeah, it was, it was a good balance of this is what I kind of want the scene to be like, but also you get creative bandwidth to make it your own. And plus, I know you enjoyed the pretty girl photo shoot. Because, <laughs> <laughs> though, they got great photographers, dog. They have great photographers. Yeah. Like, top of the line, I'm telling you. So, but now, with this, because this is your first professional shoot, um, people don't realize when we do this business, you have to think when you're getting fucked. You have to think about the camera. You have to know where the camera's at. You have you have to know your ankles, how to angle yourself and the mm-hmm. whole nine. So it was kind of like, what's some of the things that you took away from that shoot that helped you down the line to become, you know, better? 
so much. Oh my gosh, so much. Um, tr- yes, you are exactly right. So shooting that was a priceless experience. Um, you're absolutely right. So like looking at the camera, you know, the director um, was telling, you know, you need to look at the camera when you're doing this act or, you know, when your your rear is to the camera, you know, like grabbing, grabbing your butt cheek and looking back. And it was just things that I didn't know, you know, being a new creator. Um, and so, yeah, I was really excited to get back home. And, you know, <laughs> put into process all these cool techniques that I learned. Yeah, because see, people don't realize, <clears throat> like, just to give a personal example, if the guy hit you doggy style and the director wants to see the dick action, mm-hmm. a experienced male talent would take his non-camera hand, reach over, grab the butt cheek, Part yes. the butt cheek and angle his body to where you can see the dick going in the pussy. That is not you a comfortable position. That's not a nope. comfortable position by any way. Um, for women, reverse cowgirl, depending upon how you do it, is not as comfortable. Especially when girls doing squats, unless they just really in shape like that, squat like that. <laughs> oh, you know, hell no. Realize, oh. Filming in front of the camera is a workout. You'd be sorry. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it re- that and that reminds me of a funny thing is when I was shooting with Nikki, they wanted a this reverse cowgirl, and I and I'm like, holy hell, I can't, and I'm like, Nikki, you gotta hold me up. <laughs> I grab that ass and be pushing it. <laughs> yeah, because I I tell because the thing of it is, like I tell anybody, we have to hit all positions. We can't miss. One. Yeah. You know, right. and even to the point, your thought process is the wilder the sex is. That way, that's why I used to go into a hotel room and like, okay, what furniture I'm gonna put on today? You know, if it's an ottoman, mm-hmm. then it's a beautiful day. You know, <laughs> because well, thing- go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but you were talking about all the techniques and like taking your the you know the hand from the back and pulling the butt yeah. cheek. I was so excited to get back home. And tell my stunt cock, okay, this is what you need to do now. So they can see it. <laughs> you just made, you, she went back and said, okay, I'm about to yeah. be a professional porn star, sir. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> but see, you know, but I'm going to tell you what it is. Iron sharpens iron. That's why I said part of that is, that's the other reason why you work with other establishment talent. Yeah. Because they teach you how to work. Because... One, even to the point, like, I used to do shit, like, I tell a girl before we shoot, if I say, baby, let me see them pretty eyes. I might say something like, girl, let me see them pretty eyes. Da, 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 da. That let you know, open your eyes, there's a camera in front of you. You know, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or what have you. Or you might look back, but still, look at the camera real quick so they can see that face. See it. Right. Lift yourself up when you get dog sound so you can see this thing, so they can see the titties moving. This It's, it's things... That you as a female talent even learn, you know yes. what I'm saying? To absolutely, you know what I'm saying. So, so now you that now you got your boy right. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, you expanded your brain to network with other talents. So, I know that guys are gonna be listening to this podcast, this is an episode, and this is the fun part for the ladies all the time because y'all really enjoy talking about this. 
uh, how, what do a dude need to bring to the table? Because let me put this in, let me put this in perspective. Your first shoot, professional shoot, you, your first real shoot was school. I was always yeah. taught when you level up, you stay at that level, never go below. You work right. with Nikki Rebel. You already have a male talent. So, to and you probably gonna get, you probably got more paid gigs as time went. You feel me? Or what have you. So, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, yeah. you don't necessarily need a male talent for so much. You feel me? Because the way that the mm-hmm. game is nowadays. So, when you open up your circle to work with another talent, what do they need to bring to the table? How they need to approach? What they need to be? What they need? What they need to be about? All that. You got. The yeah. So that is such a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, before we were going to Miami Expos, and uh, my goal this year was to do a large number of content trade and collabs because, you know, my stunt cock, you can only do so much talent with the same or so many scenes with the same person. And then it kind of becomes mundane. And so I definitely want to, you know, provide new fresh content. And I did put the call out on Twitter, you know, that I was looking for collabs. And as you can imagine, my DMs on Twitter just kind of blew up. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure of it. It's, it's <laughs> you're you know, sexy, big with a big booty, and you were just on Score Mag, you know, and 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 you're milf. I don't need to say no more. Yeah, I don't. You know, it's funny because I don't think I'm all that, but the milf thing is definitely, and I love to play up to that. That's kind of my branding, and so you know, as. As an example, at a couple um, talents who aren't very well known that reached out to me, and you know, it just because they aren't well known doesn't mean I won't work with them. But the way that they approached the DMs was just not very professional. And um, I did have, you know, and then Artemis reached out to me, so professional, so nice. Um, you know, we talked about um, doing a collab. Hello? Okay, are you there? Yeah, yeah, we back. Don't worry, I can edit this all day. I just had to go through it. I think I know what the problem is. It's when my screen on my phone, um, when it goes, the screen saver goes, it cuts my audio out. Yeah. I'm going to start over. I don't even know where we left off, but, um, Okay, so working, so I don't know, did you get the part about I've had a few people message me on Twitter? 
Yes, and and the last thing you were talking about when Artemis hit you up, how professional he was when he hit yeah. you up. Yeah, so Artemis was very professional, like, um, messaged me. We went back and forth about times, and I just couldn't, like, I couldn't commit to a certain time because I didn't know how long these other collabs were going to take or what the schedule was. And um, the really cool thing is, you know, once we got to Miami, but even before I got to Miami, um, he had sent me his testing information, his profile. I mean, just very, very professional and, you know, wasn't demanding at all. And luckily, I feel so fortunate we were able to work out a time um, to do that collab. And I can't I just can't say enough about working with him. He was amazing. Yeah, Artemis, I had him on the show a few times. Um, I could say him in the top 10 of the, of the best male times right now in the game. Absolutely. Um, you know, he, I even talked to him and his homie, Peter King, shots out to Peter King Productions and all that good stuff. So, uh, so who else had you at, at work? So, um, so your first real content collab was at X, X3, correct? No, I didn't go to X3 in January. So just Miami. X Biz Miami. My bad, my bad, my bad. I don't know why I said. See, when she got lost, it made me think it's my bad. <sighs> don't mind me. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Miami X Biz was really the first time I did some serious collabs. So um, who else did you work with while you was in it at X Biz? I was fortunate to work with B York, who is amazing. Um, I did my first hardcore girl girl scene with her, and she is amazing to work with and gorgeous. And my queen, Romy Chase, I got to do a couple of collab videos with Romy, and that was so fun to work with her and her videographer and photographer. Definitely. So now moving forward, because you mentioned the term brand and mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> when now picking the times that you work with, mm -hmm. I always tell females, women has to take into account what they want their brand to look like, even down to the talent that they appear with, you know, period. Um, when it comes to your brand, how much do you take that into account moving forward now with everything that you do? Because now your brand is growing. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. You It's webcam, it's content. Now you also did a paid gig. Now, now you're actually working with established talent. You feel what I'm coming from? Yes. You know, yes. So where do you want your brand to go? Where do you want your brand to land? So my brand really, um, you're right. So I'm very picky about talent and I have been from day one. Um, just because, you know, once it's out there, it's out there, as you well know, any of us creators know. And so I've been uh, very careful and discerning about who I work with. I think going forward, um, I want talent that has a, you know, a good hold on the industry that has good experience. Um, I'm still learning. So I, you know, I want to learn from them as well. Um, I want to, you know, 
see, you know, I want to learn. I want to, I want them to teach me as well. And so I think, you know, going forward, continuing to find those people that really align. Um, I have requirements when I work with talent. And so luckily, you know, the talent I've worked with meets those requirements. And, you know, my, I have things where I don't allow nudity in social media. So um, if they can't guarantee me that they're not going to post, um, you know, them fucking my pussy or, <laughs> you know, oh, my titties okay. all over, everything that I do needs to be behind a paywall. Um, I, do, I just don't give out free content. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, going forward. Gee, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. But no, but I feel where you're coming from. Because you, once again, it goes to your brand. And yes. that's, no, can you just, when I think about, like, at, like I got a wrestling podcast, like, you know, the different wrestlers and stuff like that, like Kayfabe, mm -hmm. like, nah. <laughs> nah, Brad, you, you, you can show me some dissection lingerie and me and you standing together. <laughs> but I better not have a dick in my mouth on your profile. <laughs> Right, but, right. But see, but I'm gonna ask you this: Did you take into account that how women market is different than how a man can market it to make money? Yeah, for sure, definitely, definitely. Yeah, because see, it's it's like this, and I tell this to every man, woman, and child in this business: Your fan base is nothing like the man's. I tell any woman that. Your fan right. base is probably 90% straight men. Let me tell you who our fan base is. It's 90% yes. men, but not all of them is straight. Correct. And you know, it's funny because Artemis and I had that conversation when we shot um, yeah. about fan, you know, who the fan base is. So it's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, because it's like sometimes, because I, because it's like, it's just like the conversation of if he and you put up the scene. I heard a female say, well, well, no, I heard a dude say this. He was like, man, you know, if, if y'all both got the scene up, you know, you know, I, I, I ain't gonna make no money. I'm like, you're right. You ain't gonna make no money. She's gonna make <laughs> money. <laughs> you're gonna make some money. It's just facts. I'm sorry. Women make more money than men in this business per capita. Right. It is facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, that's interesting that you said that. I get why you said that, though. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Because when I look on your page, you don't show you you. It's like this. It's pinup. You feel where I'm coming from? It's like right. every shot is pinup. So it's like you are literally. How can I put this? You're building your brand to a a exclusive a exclusiveness that. Probably will probably make you money. I, I see why you make so much money with the camping now. <laughs> my my motto. My motto. I was gonna say my motto is I'm a luxury, not a discount. I like that. <laughs> I'm a luxury, not a discount. Somebody to put out a damn t-shirt. Damn it. 
Well, so you will never find, well, I can't say never unless someone pirates it, but um, you will not find my pussy. You will not find a dick in my mouth. You will not find my tits on Twitter or any other social media. Because it's all behind a paywall. You want to pay for that. You got, you got to see it. You want to see it. You got to pay for it. It's it's because, like I said, also the biggest thing is I. The key is staying the course and believing, staying staying the course. So, how do you not allow yourself to break from your brand and business plan? Because sometimes, like somebody might, they say. I got to give you a good example. Like, I hear females say that, like, fetish chicks. They say if they do boy-girl, they won't do boy-girl because they're afraid they'll lose money or they lose their fan base. Mm-hmm. You get where I'm coming from? So, yes. and some girls, they stuck with that. They ain't never did no boy-girl, ever. You feel me? But then some yes. girls, they end up breaking. So, how important is it to you to stay on brand that you don't break that business plan? It is very important. Um, you know, it's consistency. And I'll tell you something. Romy, Romy Chase told me something once, and it has stuck with me. Does Louis Vuitton ever go on sale when sales are down? Hell no. Hell no. Louis Vuitton will always be the same price, no matter what the economy is. <laughs> That's the real <laughs> Isn't that awesome? And no, it really it's, made it's me go. It's facts, though, actually. Yes. So I'm like, this pussy, this milk pussy <laughs> is not going to, you know, it's consistency. Um, and you're right. I mean, some maybe my sales are going to be down because I'm not giving it, you know, I'm not giving it away. But also, it's you're right. It's exclusivity. You want access I mean, to that see, 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 I'm going to tell you what. I don't know if you know this. Think about this. You make you have money making money different ways. I always said these girls who do it all make the most money or have the more, more way of making money. So because you're not necessarily dependent upon doing actual content, you, you actually have the luxury of saying that shit, honestly. Right, right. <laughs> because well, I I mean, to be honest, it, it, because I remember just, uh, it was a lady that talked that was out of Canada. And she said, mm-hmm. I don't need more male talent. I'm good. You know, mm-hmm. she come to the United States. I, I was going to, because she was going to be in an exotic. She was like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm not even shooting. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So it's right. kind of like, but see, the reason why, because one, she had webcam going on. She she had the sex pamper thing going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, we keep it real on my fucking show. She did meet and greets in this bitch. But the point being is she had different ways of making money, so she wasn't dependent upon one way of making money. Absolutely. Diversity, you know, diversifying is definitely the key. And I, you know, I'm very diversified. Like you said, I'm on cam. I do fan site. I do Sex Panther. I do Night Flirt. I do lots of different things. So I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. I think that's the problem in this industry. If if you put all of your eggs in one basket, (laughs) if that basket, if the bottom falls out of it, 
you know, that's where you get in trouble. Yeah, because I even laughed when she said, yeah, we didn't know we wanted to go on OnlyFans. <laughs> everybody <laughs> jumped their ass on OnlyFans with a quickness. That shows you, yeah, I, 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 do we really want to deal with this shit? We make too much money over here. Do we need it? <laughs> yeah. we need it? You know, let's just try it anyway. You know. <laughs> so, no, nah, but I like that. I like that. I like that. Because it's like, at the same token, you ain't got to worry about getting, let's say, deleted too often or being suspended. Your accounts are the whole nine by the way that you're moving. And also, you're training your fan base. Because a lot of females don't understand how to do that. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because yes. you, you you can train your fan base to where, okay, they accept what the fuck you do and they love it. You know? Yeah. Yes. Um, What's some of your thought process when it went to training your fan base? Setting it, setting the setting the standard for this is if you follow me, this is what you're getting. And be happy. Yeah, you know, it's evolved. And like I said, in the beginning, I made lots of mistakes. I mean, my original OnlyFans, I mean, I charged a higher monthly uh subscription, but I gave it all away. Full fuck vids on the feed. I mean, you know, it was crazy. And I kind of learned my lesson. I was like, why am I not making any money? Um, Because I'm giving it all away. So why would they tip me? Or, you know, why would they order custom content if I'm giving everything away? And so I've learned my lesson. I've made so many mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it like, even to me, like, you have a striking look. You have body wise, and then the, the, the pretty eyes, beautiful, and the short hair makes it pop. I'm sorry, I did that. What caught me when um when I went across the profile, <laughs> like damn, she, I like the short hair, but she hot as hell. Oh, <laughs> you're making me blush. <laughs> oh no doubt, no trust me. If I've been in this business 15 years, I know what's hot. I know what we're saying, okay. and, and if a female has the hit factor. It's obvious score grabbed you. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Artemis shot with you. That didn't shot when I saw Artemis. Oh, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I already knew that. I'm I'm pretty sure you get a few few top-notch talent that might want to holler at you. you Well, thank you. I might add that my my Artemis vid is my top-selling vid of all time in two and a half years. Hey, look, hey, I mean, but see, but also you kind of, once again, you change your fan base because you made that scene a special dish. You feel what I'm coming from? Absolutely. Because, see, that's the other thing why the rest of Mel Talent. It gives your fan regularity. And then your main events is or your pay-per-views if he was if it, okay, I'm going to put it like the pro wrestling. You have your Raw and your SmackDown. That is your your male dick, your stunt dicks, or dick, mm-hmm. or what have you. And then you have your pay-per-views. That's your Artemis. That's your Rome Majors. You feel what I'm saying? That's that's yeah. that that's your um top top guys at the top of the business, what have you, like uh Dan Ferrara and what have you, Ferrari. Shots out to him and everything and and David Lee and all cats like that are, you know, shooting with major talent. That 
Yeah. And it makes it special because, oh, damn, she got somebody new? Well, she ain't hitting something today. <laughs> yeah. You know, it makes it special. It's like you kind of just naturally knew how to market and do the market perfectly. You do uh-huh. the blueprint. You was do, doing my blueprint, but I've been telling girls what makes money in this business. Well, so I didn't prove me right. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't purposely do it. I just, you know, I, I oh, think okay, it just man. all worked out. I feel very blessed. I feel very blessed. Yeah, because even to the point you said, well, it went what two years? You've been, been what two, two years? For yeah, two, two years two basically. Uh huh. So each year you have grown and you have spreaded your 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 wings. You feel me? Absolutely. So yeah. with with that, before I get to fan's favorite segment now on the sexual side of things where would you like to expand your repertoire when it comes <laughs> to your brand now what i mean by that is because i know if you're watching porn you're a business lady you watch the trends of what's going on it's getting more extreme now so yeah. question one stick within your brand if your brand is not to be extreme and two, if you want to go extreme, where you want to take it? Yeah. So at this point in time, um, I'm, I don't feel like I'm ready to go extreme. Um, I want to do a lot more, um, you know, collabs, uh, a lot more boy, girl and girl, girl scenes. Um, I just, you know, I feel like I haven't done a lot of that, so I want to, I want to focus on that probably for the next year at least. And then if I were to go extreme, I mean, my dream scene would be an awesome gangbang scene. That would okay. be awesome. How many dudes? I would say probably no more than five. She's modest. <laughs> I don't hear ten. I don't hear go. Shit, I know some people did got the high double digits. I'm like, damn. Nah, you know, I'm 55 years old. I think five is my magic number. Get the fuck out of here! You are not no 55. I thought you were gonna say 51 or something. No, yes, sir. 55. I'm headed. I'm headed on the downhill side to 56 in December. So yeah. And you figure I didn't get into porn until I was uh, what 53. Yeah. So, so with that being said, Mama, we about to get to the fans' favorite segment. Y'all know what it is. This is when the time when the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. Let's talk about the business. Part of this wonderful segment is where we actually talk about the shit that is not sexy at all. No. Ups and downs of the business, the money, that girl sometimes, the headache of the promotion. Because yep. the filming is the easy part. The real work is packaging it, making it look good, editing it, marketing uh, it, getting yep. enough of it for it to make money. Speak to that, Miss Lady. Oh, yeah, you are so right. Um, I think in the beginning of this podcast, you talked about, like, what were what did you not expect? And it's definitely, like, the marketing, the editing, um, the technology. Yes. Technology is, like, in, 
say. <laughs> I have learned so much in two years about technology. I never even thought. I mean, it's just crazy. But yes, the work, you're right. You are so right. Filming it is the easy part. It's what you do with that afterwards. And, um, you know, for instance, today I shot my 4th of July stuff and it's like 200 pictures, three teaser vids, um, a masturbation vid, you know, a TikTok. It's like, okay, now I probably have how many hours of like, you're right, massaging it, um, editing it and getting it out there. So that is definitely a challenge for me because I'm not always technologically on top of things. So I'm constantly YouTubing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Trust me. Even with podcasts, there's so much technology that I, I'm tapping into. Got to get, get into. Um, I had to learn Zoom. I had to learn Skype. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this just the headliner to make my audio clips. I also use Windows Movie Maker to actually make the the, the videos and stuff like that. And this is podcast. I ain't talking about the porn side of things. Oh no, right, right, totally different. Because see, nowadays, because you didn't. I mean, they used to make trailers. I had to make trailers. You feel mm-hmm. me? Now they just put a clip together one minute and some fucking sucking, and that's the advertisement. You know, period. So right. that's what I like about you. You put thought into your advertising and your marketing and everything. So with that being said, what some of the things that you do that when it's slow, you do to pick it up? Yeah, so, you know, when it's slow, um, I think recycling content is good, reworking it. Um, I'll do that a lot of times. Um, when times are slow, I it's really personal interaction that I enjoy. Um, so I'll message my fans personally, um, you know, on my fan site, um, talk with them and spend that extra time with them. Yeah. You got to pay attention to fans. And see, too, also, like I said, because you can also, it 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 helps you also interact with fans. It also helps you interact with fans in person because it kind of, yeah. you know, and even help you on the porn side of things because, to me, a lot of cabin girls excel when they go to boy-girl because you kind of know shit about yourself before you get in front of that camera anyway. Mm-hmm. With another dude. You know, because mm-hmm. you already broke the ice because you had a stunt dick. So <laughs> yes, you just yes. had to pretty up what you were doing. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> I have a cock on demand. <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm saying. So with that being said, let's talk about two sides of this, because it's also a mental game as well. More so for guys than women, but still. Speak to the mental prep and physical prep that you do before you do a scene. You feel me? You know, period. Um, because when it comes to being in front of that camera, you have to have a certain mindset. It ain't just fucking, you know. Right. So what's some of the mental prep, some of the things that you do to, you know, get yourself ready for the shoes? So, you know, some of the things I do, I um, I like to write down how I want the scene to go. And it kind of depends on what the situation is. So if I'm doing a collab, 
you know, before I did collabs in Miami, um, I, you know, I had a, a notebook and it's like, this is a scene I want to do. And this is how I want it to go. Um, at home, I have a whiteboard that I will um, kind of, you know, plan out my scene at, you know, how many minutes I want something to go. I'm pretty specific. Um, and, you know, what kind of angles I want to get. Mentally, I have to, what I like to do before I do a scene is like turn off all social media. I don't want any, you know, what I call background noise in my life. I want to be able to concentrate on that scene, um, really play it through. I try to put a lot of thought into my scenes um, and make sure that it's on brand. Of course, I love my mill scenes, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but physically, I know I perform better, you know, at certain times of the day. So I'm not necessarily a late night person um, for filming. Yeah, that doesn't work. yeah, you know, that doesn't work. You know, the, the late night stuff doesn't work for me. Um, and so I know that it's, you know, the time of day definitely uh, can dictate my energy level. You know, yeah, cause we you're ain't right. chickens. You know, I'm 47 myself. We ain't spring chickens. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. And you know, it was like. You know, folk, I mean, maybe in our 20s, I can go at 12 midnight. No, shit, I'm 47. Shit, midnight, I'm asleep. I'm oh asleep. yeah. Yeah. Hey, so that's kind of that's kind of how I prepare, you know, it's, it even comes down to, I don't want to eat before a scene. I don't, you know, I want, you know, I just, I want it a certain way. <laughs> yeah. no, I totally understand. So with that, now, after the scene is over, how do you, what's some of the things you do to unwind, you know, relax, because there's always the aftercare. There is nothing like a great glass of wine and a joint, I tell you. <laughs> Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, you know, I, smoke we smoke. Go ahead. I tell you, when I was in Miami, the day I did collabs, I shot for about 12 hours straight. Literally, I did, you know, like four scenes. And um, that evening, I was just like, I'm just brain dead. You know, I'm not only physically dead because you know what they say, if you're not hurting at the end of the day, it wasn't a good photo shoot or it wasn't a good scene. No, it, it Muscle wise, but, but yeah. Um, so after a really good scene, I like to just kind of kick back and, you know, just decompress. Yeah. You just you told us your age, you're fifty-five. Now I'm gonna ask you this. Did you think that a woman could be popping at fifty-five and gosh, um, good question. I really had no idea. I mean, no. I mean, gosh, oh, that's know? a hard question. Hold on. You know, uh, I'm back to school, you but go ahead. Originally, I was like, I don't know if I'm marketable. You know, when I got into the panty thing, when you're doing panties, nobody cares about your age. They just care about how creamy are those panties. And then, and then, 
you know, the content and it started to take off. And I was like, wow, I kind of sat back on my heels and thought, I think there's a market for, you know, a woman of this age and experience. And, um, yeah, I, yeah. I think that I mean, there's a market she, for it. Now, was crazy, right? Now, when I first came to the game, it was, you had to be young, right? You had to be mm-hmm. 18, maybe in your 20s. Not in 2022. <laughs> because the females are now stepping in the game. And maybe because it was the pandemic, but even before the pandemic, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the average age was between coming in the game was, I say, 35 to 45. And then I think yep. about like Seeker Black. Rita Daniels, these females in their 60s. Mm-hmm. Banks. I'm sitting there like, Grandma, tearing these young boys up, got <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. to me, it's like, and, and to me, also, and you can speak to this, when you come in the game older, you come with a little bit more maturity and sense of urgency when it comes to making the money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, because we are older and our um, lifespan, I guess, in this industry is definitely going to be shorter than someone who's 25 or 30. So, yeah, um, yeah, for sure, for sure. But also, I think for me, I also have a point to prove to some degree and that sexuality comes at all ages. Um, And sexuality to me and your, you know, how sensual you are is, is really a state of mind. And I think what I have loved about this industry as I, you know, grew with it is how many, the diversity of body types and ages, and there's really a place at the table for everybody, and that excites me. Yeah, because it's, because you speak, I tell people we're in the content creator here, even though I don't like the term too tough, but it is what it is, and so I'm going to keep it real, I keep it honest on my show, but... Cause that's just why I, that, that just, just how it is. I don't like the term "content creator" so much, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that's a story for another day. But the thing of it, um, it opened the door to where one, you you can't put everybody in the box, and mm-hmm. and it opened the door for everyone to have an opportunity to be noticed, and also it it gives realism. Because now you're not playing to that image of that you have to be a certain size, certain shape, right? You know, even a certain age, you know. Right. And and it's kind of like, no, trust me, uh, <laughs> you being fifty five is not going to hurt you in this industry. I, I'm trying to tell you, you have a lot of cats that you up. You know, <laughs> no seriously, because even to the point, like even to the bigger companies like Brazzers, they. I mean, they have an older thing, the stepmom, um, uh, the, the the wife, you know, period. Of course, yep. you're going to be placed into that, you know. Um, Want to go their gifts. Grandma, I like the fuck. Because mm-hmm. they're, 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 they're their age. 
or what have you. So there's so many things that you can fit and get money off of niche wise, you know. Period. Yeah. You know, that's why I tell females now, it's always good to do role play things. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you will benefit even more because it's kind of right. like you can play like the uh the teacher you know you can play mm-hmm. um the the lady next door or in in friday miss parker because i did i did like the miss parker outfit <laughs> but you were me chase i was like oh gosh you jokes you might be looking to some cosplay that's just me i'm just saying i'm just <laughs> i love it i love it you know because i mean even to the point that um because like i said the only thing is now is when you start doing boy girl scenes and you you you, you alluded to it this is the last we're gonna really talk about uh you alluded to it is keeping variety to where you don't boy your fan base. A lot of females and guys do not understand that. Because yeah. you boy a fan base fast, especially in this microwave era. Yep. I always want to come up with the unexpected. So what's one of your favorite scenes that you came up with? One of my favorite scenes that I've done so far? Yeah. Oh gosh. Um I just have to say I think the Artemis scene has been my favorite. Um and I can't really they're all my favorite for different reasons. Does that make sense? <laughs> she just loves her work. That's just all it is. She knows she do. I do. I love what I do. I mean, I quit my full time social work job at the end of April. That was a dream of mine, um, to do this full time. But no, I mean, everyone I've shot with, I love it. And it's all for different reasons. Um, I shot with B. York. That was amazing. Um, that was my first hardcore girl girl scene. Um, I shot with Romy. We did some awesome femdom scenes. I mean, that was exciting and a new content for me. I hadn't done a lot of that. Um, and so that's been a great hit. Uh, you know, Artemis, of course, love that. Um, yeah, I do. I just love what I do every day. Well, I know this much because I can't wait to see what you continue to do. And you know you had to come back, right? I would love to come back. You are so awesome to start with. And, and, and so with that being said, can I call you my smoke buddy? There you go. Yeah, I think that after this See, podcast, it's time for it's time to get a buzz on. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. So people, you heard it from her lips, her sexy lips, I may say. You'll be hearing from her again here on the Smokers Lounge, as well as the Premium Smoke Room, my subscription base side of the website of the podcast. I'm talking about six premium podcast that you get to listen to weekly for the price of $4.99 a month. That's all you got to do is subscribe. And we talk nastier, we get more raunchier, and even more candid, and even more honest in the premium smoke room. So come catch that smoke. So with that being said, you sexy lady, tell everybody where they can spend money on you. Oh, I would love to. You can go to rubylin.com, which is uh, has links to everywhere you can find me. Of course, I'd love to see you on my OnlyFans, um, which is 
you know, on my links page. I uh, cam on a few different campsites. ePlay is now my uh, cam home. I'm a key club ambassador for ePlay. So you can find me there. And I would just love to get to know you and have some fun. No doubt, no doubt. So, people, she will be back, and we will welcome her back. The platform is open to her. And with that being said, you know how we always end this podcast, no matter what. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that open. Thank you for coming to the lounge, baby girl. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Yeah.